0: I just I just I just Speak my piece Come Keep my piece I feel bad because Last episode I may have said the word culture 20,000 times Never really went over the definition of it Never really went over what I believe is to be anything like that And I feel like that was an integral part that was missing from the episode So here we are now I believe culture to be a certain A particular set of ethos, um, values, rules, information that's passed down generation to generation within a particular group of people. The Oxford definition, let me pull it up real quick, of what culture is, is the customs, the arts, the social institutions and the achievements of a particular uh, particular nation, people or other social group. This is very important, especially speaking about what we're speaking about, speaking about gatekeeping and understanding why it's important to preserve cultures. Um, I had to get into the word in the first place, and I and that was a definitely a, a miss on my part um, that I should have begin that episode with so I can get deeper into why it's important to preserve it. But here we are now. This is the point of having no second thought so we can clear up anything so we can double back on anything and so we can expand anything. Um, so that's what we're going to do in this episode the persever- the preserving of, of black culture is so important because black culture was created out of scraps because we can go back into the earliest times when black people were brought over to America during the transatlantic slave time that is from my Def, from my definition, from my belief, from my understanding, those times were the beginning of what we have today as black culture. Think about soul food. Soul food was an integral part of black culture. Soul food's earliest implementations came during the transatlantic slave era. The funny part about that is I believe soul food to be probably the most recognizable of cooking to come out of United States I could be wrong on that I could be biased in that But I don't, I don't know any other type of cooking That's more popular than soul food That is home to America um, So think about that But going back into what I'm speaking about It, our, our culture being Created out of scraps During the slave trade time Black women not black women, African women as they were been taken away from their home country taken away from their home continent before they were put on their shi- on those ships because they wasn't really knowing what was to come, what was coming next, where they were being taken to they will put grains of rice in their hair and, and just implant it in their hair um, before they had that terif- terrific um, I haven't used terrific in a long time I hope I'm using it right no terrific is positive no before they had the horrific trip sorry um definitely did not mean terrific um before they had that horrific trip to america they would put grains of rice in their hair and the purpose of this from my understanding was for them just to have a sense of home they wasn't knowing what was to come next it wasn't knowing where they were going it wasn't knowing what was to happen and so the easiest way to do that or the easiest way to preserve the identity of, of where they came from or preserve the identity of of, of, of home was of grain and rice. You know, when it gets where they get to, they can find a way to expand the grains and um, plant the grains and, and, and get more and, and cook those things and, cook, and try to cook the traditional meals that they are used to. And so when we think about soul food, one of the most integral parts of soul food is the sides and rice is one of those things and the earliest implementation of rice comes from that time to when slaves were brought to the United States or brought to America and really America didn't have America doesn't have any history of of, of rice as I believe all the rice that's brought to America has been imported and so the earliest implementation of rice being used in, in, in meals and dishes was Brought from women um, who had who implanted grains in their hair just to have a, a sense of identity of back home. Moving on to park um, during this time, it's no secret that as the slave owners were enjoying feasts, enjoying meals with animals such as you know cows, horses, whatever the case it may be. Black people are African African people slaves were being served rations of of what they were eating and majority of the times those rations were scraps of what they were eating so as they were enjoying the cows and enjoying the horses and whatever animal that you can eat the chickens whatever the case may be black folks were given pigs the lowest of the low the, the the animal that was eating the nastiest things um around and that was part of their rations they were being you know serve choices as you know the least desired cuts of pork and the majority of the times even if the slave masters were also eating pork as well they were giving them such things as like the head the ribs the feet the internal organs think about chitlins um and they were reserved for the slaves while the masters were eating you know all the the most desired parts of the of the pig, and they wasn't the pig wasn't a choice of the for the masters anyways. But this is what the slaves were given, and so when you think about those least desired cuts of pork, heads, ribs, feet, internal organs, these are things we still eat today, integral part in, in soul food. And so we took those weekly rations and we made meals and we developed into where we are now. A lot of people have expanding um, food businesses. That include a lot of these and uh, cuts of pork that I just listed off. And so think about that and how that was introduced to us as just being the least desired um, food item, the least desired thing that a black person can eat, an African person can eat. I keep saying black, but I mean African because we we're speaking about the transatlantic slave era. Um, so just think about us being served rations and then making the best out of it greens i i don't think there's a i don't think there's a uh um uh a certain i don't think there's no way we can pinpoint the exact history of greens and where greens come from but from my research and what i've read the history of boiling greens especially leafing greens it comes from many cultures but It's more common in African countries than anywhere else, um, especially um, in Ethiopia and in Ghana. And so when we think about black culture, we think about soul food. Greens is also another integral part of soul food. And there's so many other different food items. There's there's so many other dishes that are integral to the soul food. But I just wanted to point out those three um, just to give you all an idea of what culture and how that ties into all this. Think about how. Those things were introduced to us, and think about how those things have developed now, 400 plus years later, and how that's like an integral part in our lives. Despite how you may feel about the food, despite you may think it's unhealthy, despite you may think it's nasty, whatever the case may be, soul food is a very important part in black culture. And the funny part about it, again, is that that is probably the most recognizable. Form of cooking that comes from America, because there's so many dishes in America that comes from other places. That is probably one of the main things that is true to America. Funny enough, um, considering the origins and considering how it was introduced to people. So think about that. If we were to ever allow someone to come in and dictate who wasn't of our culture, what soul food was, it will it will be it will be a crime. Because like, how are we allowing anyone? To dictate this when this was given to us as a as a reserve, as a you know, least desired items, and we had to make the best out of it, and we made the best out of it, which is not uncommon for black folks. But that also, that idea of of being given not much and then making the best out of it and making it more desirable, that is a true identity of black culture. Going into music, a lot of folks think of blues to be a, a a form of music, which it is, um, but blues is also a style of music in the way that music is coached in the way that music is um damn, what the hell was I about to say? Um, in the way that music is is created, the uh the not the form. Damn, why can't I think of what I'm trying to say? Blues is also the style in which a song is created, and so I gave all those examples in the last episode, especially with Chuck Berry. Because that was like a prime example of that as well But it's not just Chuck Berry Like the way that that songs are structured The way that country songs are structured The way that rap songs are structured The way that R&B is structured um, The way that a lot of Latin music is structured It comes from blues Like jazz was created out of the structure of Like we we had blues first We had the structure of blues And then we had the, the style of music of blues And that paved the way for all the music we have today. I don't want to say all the music but the, the most popular music that we have today, it comes from the style of blues. And so I gave all those examples of Chuck Berry because that is of our culture. The way that the music was styled. And so we have, again, rap, which is transformed from blues. We have pop music, is transformed from the style of blues. We have country music transformed from the style of blues. We have so many different forms of Latin music. Those are transformed from the style of blues. And for us, if we was to ever let anyone to continue to to rip off and, and borrow from our culture, borrow from our styles without really crediting us, that would diminish our identity. Not entirely, but I think that is what the goal is, when you do something like that, is that you remove the originator. You don't pay homage to the originator. You don't acknowledge the originator. And because of that, that can lose identity. It's not just music in itself, but that's what's anything. If I was to borrow something from you, if I was to borrow a dollar from you and you created a dollar and then the next person borrowed a dollar from me and then 20 other people follow Down the line, the same thing. Mind you, this is the first dollar ever created and it was created by you. That 20th person is not going to care that you were the first person to have that dollar. That 20th person is not going to care that she was the person that created that dollar. But the 20th person knows the value of the dollar and the 20th person knows what they can do with that dollar and knows what the dollar can do for them, I should say. And so... That example should just give you the reason why I stress the importance of preserving our culture because if we don't do so. We're going to have an example like that dollar to where people continue to borrow from our culture. People continue to provide input for our culture and we lose their identity and we just can't lose their identity, man. It, it, it's so important. What we've created, what we have is, is is beautiful. It's unlike any other. And considering how we were brought to this land and considering What I think was actualized For us when we were brought to this land We're not supposed to be here But we persevered And, and we're making the best out of it Granted our time here on this land Still is, is terrible um, We're still Treated like less than But the, the the brilliance and the beauty Of black culture is We continue to thrive Despite the odds that are against us and that's part of our culture as well knowing that Shit ain't gonna be easy, but we're gonna make the best out of it And if we continue to support each other we continue to lift each other we can make this path a little better for those to come behind us and again, this is a On second thought episode, so we're not gonna be here for too long But that is why I was stressing so much and a lot of times I record I have certain things on my mind and I don't really get off the message. I don't convey the message the way I want. But I may say certain things, but I forget to provide certain examples. This is that. This is me making up for that. This is why it's so important to preserve culture. This is what culture is. There's so many things that is that makes up our culture. And those two things, as far as speaking about the food and speaking about music, are just... Two things that are a part of our culture But there's millions of other things A part of our culture But we continue to allow people To give people input We continue to allow people to say Oh because this man made This gesture or did this action On national TV to this other black man This should happen to him This should be hard as a career Despite what he has done for 30 years Despite for him having this squeaky clean record Despite him giving us so many classics People think that they can determine How the careers of our legends go and we cannot allow that that's all i have for this week y'all y'all be safe y'all be easy episode 109 on the way i'm out